The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. 11.05, it is time for the Pinpoint House Show. Dr. Lou is here. You want to reach out? Of course, phone lines, look at that, magically, already open, 416-870-6400. You have questions about, uh, you know, COVID-19, pandemic, your general health. That is why this hour exists on this radio station. So uh, so bring it on. You want to reach out. Other than that, uh, Pinpoint Health on social, whether it be Instagram or Facebook, lots of good things there as well. And The Lou Down, L-O-U, The Lou Down, is a uh, brilliant podcast that you can uh, consume any time you would like. So search for that and uh, enjoy. How are you, pal? Hey, John, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm uh, staying healthy. I haven't been licking any, uh, you know, escalator railings, so it's all good. How about you? Good, good. I'm surprised that you haven't, so that's good. <laughs> I'm good. I wanted to I wanted to bring this uh, today back to basics, and uh, and it's just me today. I mean, we went on, uh, I guess it must have been six-week roll or something like that, where, where I had a bunch of guests come in and provide Fantastic. their knowledge. Uh, yep. Uh, I was feeling a little jealous, not getting the attention I needed. So I said, <laughs> let's bring it, let's bring it back to basics. I'm happy to, you know, I love doing the show, interacting with callers, and so I wanted to to do that again. I really want to take the focus though to overall health as well, anyways, um, because I mean I think all of us can appreciate for sure that COVID-19 is is very very serious and it's causing a lot of problems, of course. But the other underlying problem that I keep talking about is that there's other health concerns that people have that are just being put on hold. And, and yeah. I think that's potentially a dangerous thing. I've, I've been doing more virtual assessments with callers through the, the radio show who want to who wanna see me. And, you know, it works incredibly well. Um, and, and it's incredible how um, when we have different things happen, it can sort of expedite our evolution and i and i think eventually we were probably going to get to the point where we could do a lot of stuff virtually uh but obviously this has expedited it it's become necessity um and you know i'm able to really still help people very much through these virtual assessments so i think if you're a listener um you you don't especially pain and injury um which is being very much put on hold across the uh, the board you know i'm happy to have those assessments with you take the time that i otherwise would take the one thing that i have been doing is anybody that i feel needs to eventually come into the clinic we're going to set that up so it's we can get the process started but there's a lot of things a lot of information a lot of advice um, that i could provide through a virtual type of assessment whether that's a video call um, which i think is better because i can ask you the patient to do some different things for me, whether it's to see your mobility, your range of motion, to look at an area, and that can give me a lot of information. And I mean, over the years of doing this show, I think I've made it clear that 90% of whatever I need comes through talking with someone. And that's why so much of, I'm not the typical doctor where you come in and I ask three questions and we're done. I spend a lot of time speaking with the people that I see because I know that's really where I get the most out of my investigation. And then the rest is really to start to put the pieces together. Um, So I think that's a really important thing. And and again, people are suffering out there with pain and injury problems, especially when you're 
sort of stuck at home, not doing very much, um, not moving around. That's really when these things start to affect people. Um, and of course, we are still open for emergency and urgent situations. As an example, after this show, I am going into the clinic to treat someone who threw out their back uh, very, very badly. And so we are still available for these things. My team is still available for these things, which is all part of the government mandate. We, we've, throughout all of this, have always been available for urgent care. And we've obviously went to great uh, lengths at the clinics uh, to ensure safety precautions for everybody. Um, and I encourage people to visit pinpointhealth.ca. You can find what all of those precautions are. They're too lengthy for me to just go through them right now. It would take the whole radio show. Uh, yeah. But we, we are going through all different types of sanitization processes, uh, different rules where certain people at any time are allowed in the clinic, which is really limited to the doctor and the patient is really where it's at. And it's one doctor, one patient at any given time. Things are sanitized. We have masks. We have PPE. Um, so we want to make sure that we're treating people. So I think that's really where I want to go with the show today. I really am hoping people will call in, ask me your questions. Don't let these things just go by the wayside and, and sit there and, and wait. You know, pain and injury, John, you know. We've dealt with this now for four years almost on the show. When you leave it for too long, that's when we get the problems. That's when things become chronic, and that's a whole different monster. So if you're dealing with the acute stuff, today's the day to, to call me to, to, have, uh, to have a chance to speak with me, and let, let's help you out as much as I can. And with that, we are awaiting uh, your phone calls. Bring it on. Do not hesitate. No questions are bad. Bring it on. The show is for you this whole hour. No guests. You are the guest. 416-870-6400. Pinpoint Health Show. Just getting warmed up right here. Bring it on. Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. 1114 Pinpoint Health Show online to Pinpoint Health. You want to reach out to 1 855 Dr. Lou, D R L O U, anytime when we're not on the air. And you can check out the Lou Down, the uh, podcast series, which is always some awesome stuff. As, as mentioned, the special guest on the show today is you and your phone call, 416 870 is where that all happens. Rick, thanks for calling through, fella. Good afternoon or good morning. How are you? Not bad, and you? Good. What's uh, what's on your mind? Well, I've got uh, I've got a really bad right shoulder. Um, <clears throat> my doctor says I'm full of uh, arthritis, and uh, I think he's not exactly a hundred percent sure either. But um, I'm just wondering uh, the the I've had a cortisone shot, and that yeah. did not work okay. um, because it's a it, they say it's a rotator cuff uh, injury. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And yeah. it feels like I got a shoulder full of gravel in there every now and again. It ah. just rolls around. Yeah. And right. I can't lift my arm up over my shoulder with, without a lot of pain and effort. And yeah. the doctor that I've been get that I got the cortisone shot wants to do something else. And I don't know what it's called, but it involves drawing blood, separating out stem cells, and then injecting them back in again. Probably not then, stem cells, but but PRP. Dollars. Yeah. So that's not stem cells. That's PRP. So. Oh, let's, okay. Let's, yeah. Let's go. Let's go back to the beginning here. So number the the one thing that I've consistently uh, spoken about, and I really try to get this message out. You probably do have arthritis. How old are you, Rick? I'm sixty-eight. 
Okay, so arthritis is a is a degenerative process that happens to everybody. You are not unique. Oh, I, under, you, I understand yeah, that. Yeah, your body breaks down. So here's the important thing. The one thing that we consistently find when we do research around arthritis and pain, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to have arthritis to have pain, and it doesn't necessarily mean that if you have arthritis, you will have pain. So that's number one. So, so okay. the first thing that I consistently see as a problem is that some professional looks at an x-ray image, sees arthritis, patient has pain, because maybe they don't understand the extent of that particular joint, they automatically say, well, it's the arthritis. And that's consistent yeah. whether we're looking at shoulders, knees, low back, neck, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's oh, not yeah. the right way to do it. The image is important, and sometimes it is the problem. But the biggest uh, problem that I see and where I usually make a lot of modifications is that once I see a patient, I end up realizing, no, it's not really related to the picture. The, what we see in terms of arthritis is not necessarily the problem that you are feeling. So the number one thing that I'd want to make sure with you is are those two things correlated? Is the pain that you're feeling a result of the arthritis or is it the result of something else? Okay, so that's it could, one. It could be the result of an injury too. A hundred percent. That's what I mean. There's a lot of things. Most often the shoulder is a very complex joint because it has a lot of degrees of motion. So it moves in a lot of different ways. Yeah. There are a lot of things that can be done from a mobility rehabilitation standpoint to help tremendously okay. with shoulders. Yeah. PRP is a very good thing. I have not seen great research for the shoulder. I've seen great research around knee osteoarthritis, some yeah. stuff with, with hips, but I've not seen any good results in, in research, I mean, from the shoulders. So, again, you are the example of someone that... You know, I, I can't tell you exactly what you should be doing without properly assessing you. I'm just sort of speaking generally here. But this yeah. is the way I think when I see a problem like this is numb. I don't want – it's not always the easy answer. The easy answer is, oh, look, an X-ray shows arthritis, therefore that must be the pain. That's not the right way to do it. That's not necessarily the right answer. And the research yeah. around this would suggest that that is 50% of the time the right answer, which means we have a 50% chance that your problem is probably due to something else. So I would encourage you. I'm happy to, again, set up those assessments. Uh, I'll have someone call you um, after the show uh, later in the week to maybe connect with you if you're interested in seeing me. I'm happy to do that. Or you can always reach out to any professional that deals specifically with these types of things because they do this stuff really, really well. So I'm not the only person in the world that, that knows these things. I'm not. This is not groundbreaking. The right professionals that deal with bodily injuries and pain know this stuff very very well i understand um like to give you a little bit of background i drove truck for 45 years so it's my right shoulder so constantly on the gear shift yep yep oh, and, okay. and listen, Rick, I, i'm also not saying that it's not the arthritis like let's let, yeah. that's why the assessment is important but yeah. that's what i need to determine and and the one thing that i'm always it's incredible if i i, I should you know, track it completely. But the amount of times that I see people who have been told by somebody that their pain is a result of their arthritis, and then we yeah. put them on a plan to strengthen, increase mobility, all these things, and they get better, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. And even when it is arthritis, those are the things that often help anyway. So, you know, these, the, the jump to medications, injections, which very, very much play a role. We use them in our clinics as well. It should uh, not be the first line of defense. There are other things I'll have someone call you, Rick. I appreciate your call, um, and, and we'll, we'll help you try to figure this out.
All right. That sounds like yep. a plan. You bet. Thank you for your time, Rick. Let's take a, a short break here. James, Rick, hang on, guys. We'll get to you two as well. And, again, uh, this show is all for you this hour, 416-870-6400. It is the Pinpoint Health Show. It's coming right back. Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. All right, 1122, we are uh, right back at it here. 416-870-6400. No guests this hour, just uh, just you as the guest. You have issues, you want to talk about it, just like Rick did. We'll get you on the phone. 416-870-6400. Moving on to James in lovely Georgina. James, uh, how are you, pal? Yeah, my my question for you, my question for you this morning is, I've had an issue with my legs and my feet, uh, my shins burning, for probably the best part of ten years now. Mm. Okay. I've been specialist. I have, um, and then I have an issue with my feet, my toes, uh, from the back of my toes, from the centre of my foot forward on both feet, especially when I sit down to relax and when I go to bed at night. I have this kind of pain on the end of my toes that will actually uh, kind of swell up and the giants will twist and everything else on them. And okay. I just saw a specialist down, I was down south and I went and see a specialist down there. And um, he thought that was plantar fasciitis, I guess you call it. But okay. uh, as far as I'm concerned, if I had that, I would have a problem walking. I have no pain when I'm walking. I'm fine when that, I'm up and about. It's only when I put my feet that, up. That, yeah, that's not necessarily true, but okay. Yeah, but, you know, um, I don't know what the heck it is, and I have, like say, I have seen so many people now, and I haven't come up with the, the solution yet. Yeah, so, I mean, again, the, the, prob- the first point of business for me is figuring out what the problem is. So the diagnosis is what would predicate the treatment plan. So once you get the diagnosis right, and then you follow the recommended treatment for the diagnosis, that's really when the magic happens. A lot of the problem becomes when the diagnosis is misdiagnosed, which can often happen, uh, especially when it comes to, to foot issues, because you're right, the, the most common thing that people will hear about their feet is plantar fasciitis, which is the most common thing. Yours may also be plantar fasciitis, but it may not be. And so that's, that's the first thing to make sure is, is it truly plantar fasciitis? If it is, then you treat it a certain way. If it's not, you figure out what the real problem is and then treat that. Your comments about if you thought you had plantar fasciitis, it would only hurt when you walk, that's actually not necessarily true. Plantar fasciitis is often more painful when your foot starts to relax, and then all of a sudden you put pressure on it. And actually, as you walk for longer periods of time, that plantar fascia might loosen up and actually could become more pain-free. Now, I'm not saying that that's for sure the case with you, because, again, I have not assessed you, but it's definitely the potential. But, it, again, this goes back to basics for me. And the basics are, and the thing that's often done wrong, is a lot of people work backwards. They already assume that they have a diagnosis or someone assumes that for them because it's just the most common thing. And, again, when you look at the foot, yes, the most common problem is plantar fasciitis, but you're not a statistic. You may not be the most common problem. You may have another problem and 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 maybe that's the issue and so really what you need to do is get to the real issue once you're able to identify the real issue then you move forward the other thing is even assuming it is plantar fasciitis 
The next thing that would matter is what has been the treatment plan and also what have you been doing every day? Because those types of repetitive sprain strain injuries don't just require some type of magical treatment that you do, you know, once in a while as the solution. They often require a commitment on daily things that you would need to do yourself. Um, so that's where those... Yeah, but what, what had, he told me some exercises, the, the last specialist I saw down south, that I should do for that purpose. And I found it getting worse, not better, um, with a stretch exercise in the morning at three times a day. And it, it definitely didn't help the cause at all. How, how long um, did you do it for? How many weeks? I, I, done it, I only done it for about uh, three or four weeks. And yeah, so that's not enough. So a lot of times with, and again, people who like John, you'd appreciate this. You're an active guy. You oftentimes when it comes to exercising, you also get pain from that because you get stronger. So yep. sometimes it's also about overcoming a certain barrier. Now, again, I'm not suggesting that that's the right thing for you because again, I have not assessed you and I'm not a hundred percent sure. Obviously the, the only thing that happened to me for the first time in my life in the winter time there, I had a touch of a flu and I ended up with gout for three days on one foot. Well, well, then there you go. So there, so this is what I mean where the history is really important because that yeah. now creates another layer of, of investigation that I would want to know, right? Because so maybe there's an underlying issue there of some type of inflammatory yeah, Somebody condition. suggested to me now that they, they, they thought it was uric acid that was causing my problem. I don't know. Yep. Potentially, right? And, that, and again, that's where the investiga investigative process is important and understanding someone's extent of their history. Definitely gout would have increased yeah. uric acid. Now, whether you still have gout or not, that's, that's what we would need to figure out. So, again, another example, I'm, I'm, you know, if you like, I'm happy to, to do yeah. a virtual assessment with you and help you figure that out. But uh, I think that is really the, the sort of message that I consistently have is you got to get the right diagnosis first. And, and I often tell my patients, you know, I'm pretty confident. I don't think I know everything, but I often tell people, listen, like, give me a shot. Listen to what my diagnosis is do what I'm recommending for however I'm recommending it for, and let's see. Um, and, and, again, these, a lot of these things are just things you're going to be doing on your own. So, um, you know, that, that's sort of where, where we would go from there. So, and, again, similar to, as I told Rick, the previous caller, there are a lot of people that deal with this issue. The other thing that I encourage is listen to one professional at one time because when you yeah. think it's four or five different things and you're doing four or five different things, um, that potentially is, is not helping the problem. It is 416-870-6400 to call in, ask your questions. Let's slide another Rick in here before we uh, take a break. Hey, Rick, what's uh, what's going on with you? I uh, hurt my knee about 18 years ago on a freak accident, and I know I got, well, at the time I had two torn ligaments, and I went to get it fixed, and something happened with my heart, but it, it was okay, and... Uh, it's never been fixed. It swells. It's always swollen. I have trouble walking, and uh, I think I need to get it fixed. I'm 61, and it's irritating. Okay. So your question, Rick? How do I go about getting it fixed? Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, I mean, a good question, a loaded question, of course, because I mean, that's going to be very hard to answer over the radio. But, um, again, it starts with figuring out what the real problem is that's going on. Uh, once you figure that out, then that, again, predicates the treatment. If it is something that requires surgery, then surgery would be the option. If it's something that injections, 
uh, could help with, then maybe that's the option. If it's something that extensive rehab could help with, then that's the option. But again, it really depends on what the damage is, what the problem is, the mobility of it, and all of the things associated with with the knee, and that really predicates it. But again, I can have someone call you after the the show, um, and and we can set something up where we can do a virtual assessment, as I as I've sort of said, and and sort of go from there if that's something you're interested in. Yeah, I'm interested. Okay, we'll have some. All right, Rick. Yep, appreciate the uh, appreciate the call, brother. We're going to let you go. we got to take a short break and back into more calls. Uh, Harry, Carol, we see you there and have time for you as well. Again, it is uh, 416-870-6400. Pinpoint Health Show continues. This is Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And 11.33, you want to reach out any time uh, here for the remainder of this show, of course, 416-870-6400. You have physical questions, pain questions uh, with yourself for calling on behalf of someone. That's fine. Bring it on. Dr. Lou here to answer those each and every Saturday morning. Uh, beyond that, Pinpoint Health. You want to go online to uh, Instagram and Facebook and all kinds of social avenues to check out uh, updates there as well. And the Lou Down, the new podcast, which has been going on for a few weeks here. Lots of good information there as well. The Lou Down, L-O-U, is a good way to uh, reach out as well. But uh, I want to get back to the uh, the phone calls here for sure. And uh, we'll see if we can get Harry on the line. Jody, you want to click him through for me? That would be fantastic. <laughs> There we go. Hey, Harry, good morning. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Good. What's up? Uh, my, knee, uh, I, my job is HVAC, and most of my job is on the knee. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. And I had the left knee 20, over 20 years ago, microsurgery, just clean up, and they finished it. But now I have a lots of pain last two months, and I had the therapy, but I scared to go for the the therapy and because of this coronavirus but the problem is even nighttime when i harry gave up on us it looks like okay we'll move down to uh to carol if you could guys we'll get to carol on the line she's got uh she's got a question yep go to carol let let me just sort of address things that harry said there just in case he's still listening because i sort of so, I mean, number one, the fear with, with getting therapy during the coronavirus is, is a real thing for sure. Um, this is where I would encourage people make sure that the clinics, again, number one, Kairos physios should not be practicing if it's not emergency type of care, if it's not a severe problem. So we need to make sure of that first and foremost. So I can't speak on what other clinics are doing and whether he qualifies that as yes or no. But if you do need care, and it is an emergency, it's an urgent matter. Um, I think it's important that you, you do that, but I also think it's important that you make sure to take the, the necessary levels of precautions for yourself and also make sure that that clinic is taking those equal precautions. Again, Pinpoint Health, we've gone through some tremendous um, uh, things to really ensure that. Visit our website, I, even if you don't want to come to Pinpoint Health, just to see an example of what others should be doing. It might give people a reference point on really what might be the right things that clinics should be doing. Um, so just sort of on that front to address uh, that point that was made first. And so we'll uh, move on in that regard, and I think we are getting to uh, to Carol. Is that where we uh, is that where we left off? I think it's Carol. Yep, Carol. Yes, hey, hello. Carol. Hi. 
Good. How are you? Go ahead. Um, I'm calling because um, I've been experiencing um, more hip pain recently. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's uh, very uncomfortable, especially when sleeping. And also, um, I find like I can't walk as far as I used to be able to. And um, I spend a lot of time sitting at a desk. So I find that when I stand up that I have this sort of weakness in my okay. hip. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, is there, like, how would you go about assessing that kind of an issue and sure. Sure. Um, what can be question. done to treat it outside of just painkillers or something like that? Yeah, and, and you know, let, I'll start with the last thing, which is that most of the times uh, painkillers are not the overall long-term solution for any really musculoskeletal or pain problem. They may be part of the, the thing, but if it's the only thing, it's often very limited. Um, in terms of assessing it, obviously, uh, is your question in relation to how I would assess it in general or how it would be done through a virtual assessment, just so I can distinguish that? Well, at this time, I'm not sure what you know what's available given the virus and yeah okay so let let me go on to assuming if we if i was to assess you right now during a virtual assessment so the way i started the show um was by saying that obviously the 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 very most important thing in a doctor patient interaction is the history is really because that's where the investigation comes because that's really where i start to figure out the things you've done throughout your life the way it bothers you, the the character of it, aggravating factors, relieving factors, any other past health history, which would be significant. So after a history, I already have 90% of an idea of generally what's going on. The nice thing about musculoskeletal problems is even if I can't see you or if I can't put my hands on that part of the body, I, through a virtual assessment where I can see you, I can ask you to move and do different things, which is really what I do in my assessments anyways. It's really I'm moving body parts around, I'm testing things. Now, there are some things that I'll never be able to do during a virtual assessment, but I can get a lot of information. And for something like a hip, I, could, I, I, oft, I would assume that I can get something like 99% of the information that I need. Then again, most of, even prior to COVID, really my focus as a, as a healthcare professional and really what I try to do for, for patients is that a lot of the things with these types of issues are not the things that need to be done in a clinic, but what you need to be doing every day on your own, whether it's things you should be avoiding, things you should be doing, and that's all through conversation. And that's really, you know, 95% of the people that I see, I'm really just giving them recommendations on how to live their lives in a different way um, and do different things day to day. And it helps tremendously. That's, and the reason why I do that is because that's what the research shows us really helps the most with these types of problems. And so this isn't, I haven't invented anything. All I've really done is take what the evidence-based medicine for these problems is, encourage people to do it. Now, of course, there are times when therapy and other things and other therapeutics are, are necessary, and I'll make those recommendations. But again, a lot of the times, tremendous improvements in these things could be made simply by providing people with the right advice. One of the things that we consistently see is that when someone understands exactly what's going on in so much of my assessment, once we get through the history and the physical, is focused on explaining what's going on. Once someone understands that, we can really do an incredible job of changing you because once you understand, then you know the things you should be doing, you know the things you should be avoiding, you know your limitations, you're better equipped to deal with it on your own. And really your body is with you all the time. So really you're the best 
um, doctor for yourself in these instances. So that would sort of be the way that I would go about it. And a lot of the recommendations would not be around pain management through medication. It really is about movement, mobility, exercises, rehabilitative techniques, and then where needed, again, therapy and other things if they're required. Uh, but that's sort of, a, you know, in a nutshell, uh, the process. Yeah, because I enjoy, like, biking and, you know, walking mm-hmm. and doing things, and I yeah. want to maintain that mobility. Of course. Um, I don't want to aggravate the situation. Yeah, again, Carol, I'm happy to have someone call you, and, and we can set something up, and I um, can provide you with uh, some advice on the things you can be doing. And, again, as, as I mentioned earlier in the show to one of the other callers, of course, if there is something that I need to see someone in the office, we can get there. And But that doesn't mean that in the meantime, there's nothing that people should be doing. And this is why I sort of wanted to go back to my traditional show, which is this, is because I, I can't sit here and let people live in pain and think that that's not important. It's very, very important. And people assume that everything's closed down and that nothing's happening. And to some extent, that's true. But we need to really get people healthy again, make sure that they're taking care of themselves because that has long-term consequences. Carol, appreciate the call. We're going to let you go and move on. Bill, Harry, Joe, hang on, guys. we got to, we got time, so we'll get to you as well here on the uh, Pinpoint Health Show. It's coming right back. Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And right back at it. Appreciate all your phone calls and taking your time this morning. Uh, 416-870-6400. Pinpoint Health online, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, the Lou Down is the podcast series. Anytime you want to get a hold of uh, Dr. Lou when we're done here on the air, a private conversation, no problem. Learn a little more. one 855 doctor Lou D-R-L-O-U. In that regard, moving on here to uh, to Bill's been, uh, been hanging on. Hey, Bill, good morning. How are you? Uh, I'm well, thank you, gentlemen. How are you? Good. What's uh, what's your concern, well. my friend? Um, okay, my doctor has suggested that I've got a little bit of atrial fibrillation. Um, that being the case, um, all he really wants to do is put me on blood thinners and uh, such and that, and statin drugs and the things of that nature. But um, I don't feel my my position uh, is correct because um, if I actually have what they call an electrocardioversion, that means that they could shock the heart to put it back into a normal beating response. Uh, would that not be a more uh, apt absolution? Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna defer on that one, uh, Bill. That's not my area of specialty, obviously, and so um, the way that that the atrial fibrillation is best managed is not something that I'm. Um, well-versed in, in in sort of answering. Obviously, I know the extent that I need to know uh, from a healthcare professional, but I don't know the specific um, treatment recommendations and what's done for that. I would I would encourage you, and as I encourage anybody um, with any health problem, always speak with your healthcare provider on these things and just sort of ask them uh, these questions about any concerns, the benefits, the risks, um, any other alternatives. Those are things that you know, theoretically, they should be presenting anyways, but uh, maybe they're not. And so uh, you as the consumer are always allowed um, to ask those questions and get the information that you need. And, you know, if you if you get to the point where you don't feel like you're getting uh, anywhere with that specific person, that's the whole um, 
uh, benefit of a second, maybe a third opinion as well, right, where you can see other people in that specific specialty um, that might be able to provide more clarity. So I hope that helps. Okay, Bill, appreciate that. We're gonna uh, we're gonna let you go in that regard. Moving on to uh, to Joe. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Thanks for uh, thanks morning. for standing by. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What's uh, what's on your mind? Okay, I'm calling for a 90 year old. Uh, it's my mother. Uh, she's diagnosed with osteoarthritis. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got uh, it's in her right knee, and it's um, the pain is really bad. It's right adjacent to the inside uh, uh, knee. Okay, yep. right, right adjacent, and uh, her knee will buckle if she turns it. To, uh, uh, the Joe, still there, pal? No. Okay, let's move on to uh, to Harry. Hi, Harry. John, John. Before yep. we get to Harry, just yep. sort of sorry, some of the issues. Are, no, that's okay. Um, um, so again, buckling knee, ninety-year-old, probably severe osteoarthritis. Again, yep. management is the key here. So you know, probably. Um, you know, when we're dealing with someone that age, maybe things like surgery are probably not an option anymore just because of age. Um, mobility and rehabilitation might be limited. Um, this is the where the, this might be a good place for some type of um, external device like a brace to sort of provide some support. So, again, this is where we always um, consider really who we're dealing with on an individual level in order to make the, the best recommendation. So just sort of some info around that question. Now we'll get to uh, to Harry. I think we still got it. the phones are being like complete. That's I don't know right. What to call it, but yeah, yeah, it's, it, they're not being friendly today. Harry, how are you? How you doing, sir? I was just Good. talking to you five minutes ago. Cuts off. Um, okay, doctor. About about my knee, my knee. It's I know it's a damage in it, but now I have lots of pain. I really don't know what to do with that. Yeah. So again, and I sort of I, I addressed a little bit of that. Um, after we lost you but again i I don't know what you can do with it if i'm not the 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 professional assessing you so again if that's something you're interested in i will make sure that everybody today um gets a call from my team to to see if there's a follow-up if they'd like to have one of those virtual assessments um and again i'm not i'm not trying to make this an infomercial Uh, people you everyone is allowed to see whomever they want uh but i will offer that service um, if people want it, because I think it's important. So I'll, I'll make not a, someone Not a you. problem, sir. I, uh, I should call your office or I should I should I stay on the line and give the number. Yeah, give your number and I'll have someone call you. Or 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 you can always call one eight five 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 doctor Lou, and that's not just for you, that's for everyone. Um, this is really what I'm here for, to help people sort of navigate through their, their pain and injury problems. In this time, I really need your help, sir. Okay, great. Happy to provide it. Thank you. Thank you, Harry. Appreciate uh, appreciate your time. We'll get to you. Joe and Jim, stand by. One more final break, and we'll get into your phone calls as well. This is the Pinpoint Health Show. It's right here on Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. All right, a few minutes to go here at 1152, the Pinpoint Health Show online, Pinpoint Health uh, on social as well, and the Lou Down is the podcast series, L-O-U, the Lou Down. You'll want to check that out and call after the show as well, one eight five 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 doctor lou D-R-L-O-U. That's how you do that. Moving on to uh, to Jim. Get to Jim's call. Hey, Jim, good morning. How are you? Yeah, good morning to you. 
uh, thanks for taking the call. I've never called this show, uh, show before. Awesome. Great. And uh, I'm 73. I've been active my whole life as a runner, squash player, and now I've, I'm a walker. And this has nothing to do with any of, uh, you know, use and, and that. But I was out weeding the other day, and I got up and I turned. I didn't turn my body. I had, my, I guess, my foot planted and sort of turned mm-hmm. in the direction I was going. The maximus glutamus, the sciatic nerve, whatever it is, is like there are days I couldn't get up to bed. And when I got up there, I couldn't lie down, so I just sat in a chair like in a recliner. All I've done so far, because all the medical clothes, is I bought some, uh, just yesterday, I haven't taken it, extra strength uh, Advil, which has ibuprofen. Is there any suggestion for this? Is there suggestion, uh, you, for, you mean for taking the ibuprofen? No, how to treat it, right? Does it get better on its own and you just take some anti-inflammatory yeah. or... Yeah, so again, this is, I mean, the problem here is is it really depends, right? So anytime someone says that they've aggravated their sciatic nerve, I have people all the time calling me saying, I have sciatica. Sciatica is one of those things, it would be like saying, I have a fever, right? All it tells me is that the sciatic nerve has been irritated. The question becomes, what's irritating the sciatic nerve? Is it a muscle that's been, you know, strained that's putting pressure on it? Is it potentially a disc? Is it an entrapment somewhere? So there's a lot of different things that can cause that. And once you're able to figure that out, that is what will really predicate, uh, again, what the treatment plan would be in terms of what are the things that you could do to get it better. Do do these things get better based on natural history? Yeah, things can get better based on natural history. It it doesn't mean that it solves the underlying problem. Maybe the pain goes to bay, uh, bay for a little bit. Um, do over-the-counter medications such as ibuprofen help? Yeah, sometimes. So these are all potential options for sure. Um, I guess the problem is sort of that shotgun approach, right, where, where most people, again, use uh, sort of all of these nonspecific things to try to treat something that might be very, very specific. And, and so that's the challenge, is really figuring out what's the problem, what's aggravated the sciatic nerve. Once we know that, then we can sort of uh, work towards the right things to do to, to decrease some of that tension and, and, uh, and any irritation in that nerve. So I don't know if that sort of makes sense. It does make sense. I heard a story, and, and it's funny, uh, there was a guitarist in May, I'm only 72, and apparently he injured his, uh, and no sleep, he injured gardening, oversellous gardening, because of all the being closed down, right? And yeah. and he injured his maximus glutamus, and, the, and that's just what it is. But I know I didn't do anything, and I up to this, I walk an hour or two a day now. Well, so, so let's, yeah, so one thing that you said there, you know you didn't do anything. What that's I always right. tell people is there's nothing that you did that you that you know for sure. Because so the the problem with a lot of these things is they're eventually uh, sort of an injury as a result of a lot of things, right? So it's not, you may have not done one traumatic incident to cause a problem, but maybe you've created micro traumas over a very long time. And this is just sort of the straw that breaks the, the camel's back. So that, again, goes back to why the history is so important. That's what I'm doing when I'm speaking to someone and investigating. I'm trying to figure out where could those potential micro traumas be? Because, again, everybody thinks trauma means you have to fall off a ladder. That's not necessarily true. Repetitive bending, being in a bent position for a long period of time. These are traumas. They're just not trauma in the sense that we're used to thinking of it. But for me, it's all trauma, right? Because our bodies may not be designed 
to do certain things. And when you're doing something that's not designed to do, that's the definition of physical trauma uh, or when something happens that shouldn't happen. And so repetitive bending, maybe a certain thing that you do every day, maybe it took 72 years to finally get to that point. But that's what we look for is what is the underlying functional problem that may have led to to where you are today. Um, And so I always... Again, that's one big thing that I do with people because people will often say, well, I didn't do anything or nothing happened. And I always say, well, you didn't do anything or nothing happened that you're aware of. But let me sort of be the judge of that after we've spoken for a little. That's terrific. Thank you very much. Stay safe. You Thank, you. Thank you, Jim. We'll move uh, finally with the last minute or so. We got uh, left to go before we break. I get to Joe. Joe, I know you're uh, you're calling back. If you want to make it quick, we'd love to talk to you. How are you, pal? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm calling for uh, my 90 year old mother. She's got uh, she's diagnosed with osteoarthritis. Yeah. So and, let me, uh, let me stop you there because I heard the question, and just because we're running low on time. Yeah. So this is where I was talking about that potentially. Again, it comes back to figuring out what the issue is. Someone that age, surgery is probably not an option. Some physical rehabilitation may be limited because of the age. So this is maybe where an external device like a brace may help. I'm going to have someone call you um, after the show to help set something up. Um, and so we'll go from there in terms of that, okay? Okay. Can okay. I just let you know that she, she's walked pigeon toe right from a young age, right up until... Right. So, so again, we'll, we'll, we'll go through all of that. But that, again, is the example that I was just talking about, about what are the micro traumas? What are the things throughout life that may have led to these issues? So we can go through all of that through, through an assessment. So thanks for the call. Thank you. Great program. Appreciate it, Joe. Well, we're just about done for another uh, another week, pal. So, yeah, continue staying safe and let's get out there, start working, start moving, and get everybody yeah, back sure. to work and, uh, and stay safe, right? Yeah, and again, just before we go quickly, I want to encourage everybody, you know, the, the real purpose of the Pinpoint Health Show is also to make sure that people know that I'm here for you. There's ways that we can still provide the care that we need to. I'm happy. Anybody, it doesn't matter what it is, give me a call, one 855 Dr. Lou, if it's not something I can help with, I can still try to point you in the right direction. But if it is something that I can help you with, I'm happy to do so. And we're done with that. one 855 Dr. Lou, Pinpoint Health Online, and the Lou Down is the podcast. Check that out as well. We'll join you again next weekend here on the Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.